Welcome to the What I Wish I Knew podcast put on by Education for Tomorrow Alliance in Montgomery County, Texas. My name is Corinne and I am your host for our season three of What I Wish I Knew. This podcast is all about the emerging leaders and the steps they are taking to reach the careers that they have envisioned for themselves. We are excited to invite you or welcome you back for our season three and have you join us on this journey as we speak with young leaders from Montgomery County, Texas and beyond about their careers, the steps and advice that have helped them along the way and their dreams for their future. If you're a local student and would like to learn more about EFTA and the programs that we offer, please visit our website at www.efta-us.org. If you're not local to us and you found our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, we're so glad you're here and we hope that there are some little nuggets that you can take away from each of our episodes um, about how you could better prepare for future education and future potential jobs. Um, And we're just excited to have you along this journey. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the What I Wish A New podcast. I'm Corinne, your host, and for our first episode of season three, I sit down with Iker Pimienta, who is a wealth advisor at Carson Wealth here in the Woodlands. Um, Iker joined Carson Wealth in 2019 and brings an acute understanding of the uniqueness in each family's financial needs. His goal is to understand the values of each client and to match those to the best possible advice and services that the Carson team offers. Eager is very passionate about serving the unique financial needs of multi-generation families, encouraging the generations to collaborate on aligning goals and preparing for future events. And additionally, he enjoys working with young professionals, professionals helping them develop long-term thinking and planning as they, so they are well prepared for their financial goals, goals down the road. Eager um, has a deep sense of family and roots in the Houston area, um, which drew him home back here after um, graduating from the University of Texas at Austin. He is involved within the community as the chairman of the Montgomery County Hispanic Chamber and served on the alumni board of the John Cooper School. In Eager's spare time, he enjoys staying active. You can often find him looking for a neighborhood pickup soccer game or even a little bit of American football. This was such a fun episode, and I'm so excited for Eager um, to be our first episode for season three. Hope you guys enjoy. All right. Hi, Eager. How are you? Hey, Karen. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am doing well. Thank you for, for joining me today. Absolutely. I've, I've listened to a couple of your last podcasts and I, I love what you're doing. And so I was extremely happy that you reached out and happy to be here. Great. Well, now we at least know somebody is, somebody's listening. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> that's good. Um, but thank you, thank you for saying yes and um, just giving us a chance to yeah. share your story and journey with our listeners and students and anybody like that within Montgomery County or if someone else is on this podcast somewhere else. So yeah, for sure. Um, I've done a little bit of an introduction for you, but I'll give you a chance to tell our listeners um, who you are, and then we'll jump into questions. Sure. Uh, yeah, so my name is Igor Pimienta. I'm a wealth advisor at Carson Wealth. Uh, so really what that means is, you know, we work with families to take the stress off their shoulders, um, you know, let them focus on what's important to them. When they're at work, they work. When they're at home, they spend time with friends and family. Um, but we really look at their financial picture for them and provide a peace of mind and help them plan for the long term. 
Uh, so I'm really passionate about that because I, I love helping people. I love yeah. that, that peace of mind aspect of it, getting them a sense of understanding and, and confidence. Um, so as I mentioned, I'm at Carson Wealth. Uh, our office is here in the Woodlands, uh, but it's a national firm headquartered out of Omaha, Nebraska. So we've got offices west coast to east coast, um, and we're on the independent side of things. So on the independent side, we're about top 10 in the country in terms of scale, uh, but independent meaning, you know, we're not, we don't underwrite any of our own stocks or bonds. We have a lot more flexibility of, you know, the recommendations we make, the topics we talk about, um, and being fiduciaries, our, our clients are always, they always come first. Being a fiduciary okay. means that, you know, your client's interests uh, always come first. Uh, so, so that really is where the passion side of things come in, right? I'm a people person. I like working with people. I love meeting good people. Um, so really getting to mix uh, those two worlds, you know, worlds is something I get really excited about. Yeah. Um, but I grew up personally in the woodlands, um, born and raised. My family came over from Mexico around 30 years ago and uh, went to John Cooper school my whole life. Uh, yeah. Go Dragons. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little call out. Um, but love the John Cooper school. Still stay engaged and involved when I can. Um, left and studied at the University of Texas in Austin, and then came back and started my professional career here in the Woodlands again. So, you know, really love the community, love its people, um, really blessed to get to work where I grew up and have that sense of belonging and, and a little more passion behind, you know, what I do. Right. Yeah. It being your home makes it. Yeah. Absolutely. Make it <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like the way that you described kind of the work that you do in the service towards others and to your clients. And you can tell that whether it's us sitting here on this podcast or when we're in young professional meetings together and you're talking about, or because we served on a panel earlier this year, mm-hmm. and just kind of the work you talking about the work that you do, you can tell that there is heart behind it. And I know that dealing with people's money and dealing with your own money as an adult is not an enjoyable topic. And so right. <laughs> to have people that you can, it's a hard conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have people that you can trust like yourself kind of take that on for people. Um, it's just kind of a different area of that service, service industry type. Right. Yeah. I, I appreciate that, but it, yeah, it is, you know, it's, it's a, a big sense of trust comes into it and, and being relatable and, and, you know, understanding who you're talking to across the table and what's important to them and, um, again, being from the area, knowing its people, you know, yeah. it's, it, it, it's, uh, it's important to me. So it helps a lot. Yeah. So what do you feel like you were kind of being called to when you selected this coming from John Cooper school and coming from UT? Is this kind of the path that you envisioned for yourself? Uh, you know, it's definitely not linear. Um, it's not, it's not like I grew up knowing that, I wanted to be a financial right. advisor or even, you know, it's <laughs> where we even knew what that was. It, right. <laughs> and, and that's something you don't really learn about in, in high school or before, right. You don't learn about um, managing personal finances or having those tough conversations. And um, a lot of times families don't have them at home either. So, uh, you know, not linear, but I, I was always interested in finance and my macro and microeconomic concepts. Um, so then, you know, on the switch side of that, being able to relate it to families and, um, you know, working with, with people that I enjoy getting to know. And again, what's important to them really combined what I mentioned earlier, just the best of both worlds. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a people person, as I said, I like getting to know people and, um, and, and really what I, what I enjoy most is that, that peace of mind aspect that we provide. Right. Um, so again, just taking the weight off of someone's shoulder is really a world that can, can be intimidating. 
um, or you, people just don't have the time to address, families don't have the time to, to look at their long-term picture. Uh, so, you know, that's where I, I find um, our, our greatest value comes in of just giving peace, you know, people peace of mind, a little understanding, but then, you know, they can focus on what they want to do and, and what's important to them outside of the, you know, their financial picture in that sense. Right. Yeah, well, that's good. So did you have to do or not have to, or maybe have to and choose to do anything as far as like internships or study abroad or anything that could help you prepare for entering into um, being a wealth advisor? You know, I mentioned just my, my personal interest in finances and it really stemmed from not having those hard conversations at home. Um, you know, so wanting to have a, great, a greater understanding of where I stood, where my family stood, um, and just making sure that we were all on the same page that really uh, inspired me to just learn more and take it upon myself. Um, Internship-wise, not, not quite so, but when I started my career, I started at a global large firm um, here also locally, uh, but really um, more just broad picture and really got good exposure of to what the industry was like, what the perception of the industry was like. Um, my financial advising specifically is, is a pretty old industry in terms of age. Um, and, and so, you know, stepping into that, what the perception was, what the conversations were like, where I fit into that, um, you know, getting into the space, what I had to learn, what people were really focused on. Um, that just came with time, definitely not linear, um, time experience. And again, just hearing from other people's meetings, other people's experiences, um, that's really shaped where I knew I needed to focus on. Yeah. Um, and where I could add value to other people. So not a specific internship, but, you know, the original firm I started at learning what I liked from that structure, what I didn't like, and then moving over to Carson on the independent side. Um, again, just having more flexibility and really emphasizing the importance of, of, of the personal relationship more so than the technical talk. Yeah. Um, so, so really just, uh, you know, again, not, not linear, um, but picking up advice and always keeping my ears open, but really focusing on myself and what I, what I knew I wanted to do, what I wanted to specialize in, um, as opposed to thinking that I just had to stay where I started and that was my path moving forward. Right, yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a short break. Throughout the 2021-2022 school year, EFTA will be holding free virtual speaking events each month highlighting distinguished professionals from various industries and careers. High school students have the opportunity to learn about where these professionals have come from, where they're headed, and what they have learned along the way. These sessions will be run via Zoom on the first and third Thursday of every month from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Registration is required, and all of the um, schedules and links to sign up can be found on the EFTA website. We are excited to welcome Mr. Mario Castillo, Chief Operating Officer and General Counsel at the Lone Star College, for our second Distinguished Speaker on September 16th. We'd like to thank Five Point Credit Union for sponsoring our September 16th Distinguished Speaker Series. We hope to see you there. Welcome back. We have speaker 
Pimienta. Did I say that right? That is, yep, that is. Oh, fun. yay! <laughs> I, what I've been practicing, and I think I've tried to go through all the meetings that we've been in and like hear you say it. So, um, it, it, I've heard it all. I, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't phase me, but that was spot on. So, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I will show you how I spelt it to help me figure out how to. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, people have asked me to provide alternate spellings for them. And so, yeah. Again, uh, no, no hard feelings on this end. It's all right. Yeah. But that was great. Thank you. Um, so what <laughs> would you say has been your greatest accomplishment? And that can be within kind of working with Carson Wealth or maybe kind of the leading up to, but what, what stands out the most? Yeah, so um, really that, that big step for me was moving to Carson Wealth. Um, that, that that kind of idea of, okay, I knew where, where I was wasn't exactly fitting what I wanted to do. Um, and then when the opportunity arose uh, with Carson, specifically uh, with my mentor and my current boss uh, here at Carson, Alan Wright, he's the, the, the head advisor of our office, um, but he's really just been an ultimate you know, Northern Star guide of having me in his meetings, learning how to do things the right way. Even within that, uh, a little deeper, uh, one of my first clients, um, you know, we had a relationship built prior to and found common ground and got to know each other a bit better. It wasn't until a few months after we had already covered their financial picture and their long term and the technical talk that he texted me out of the blue saying, you know, hey, Eker, I just really want to emphasize, you know, you know, how appreciative we are of what you and your team do. Uh, you know, this is something that, that Angelo and I would have never gotten to to look at would have never really grasped. And so having y'all help us, uh, you know, y'all, we really appreciate what you're doing as a team. Mm -hmm. and, and it was a text, right? It wasn't in person, it was uncalled, it was out of the blue. Um, so having that, you know, the reassurance that he values what we're doing, right. um, you know, the reassurance that the relationship him and I built is, is a little more personal than just financial talk, but also getting that sense of, of understanding and peace of mind, which is was everything we try to convey um, really just, it gave, it gave me a feeling of, you know, I, I, I know I enjoy what I'm doing, but I know that it's helping someone else. Right. right? And that's what's most important to me. Yeah. Um, so something as, as small to him was writing a text really, really, you know, gave me a lot of confidence and reassurance that I was doing things the right way. Um, and Carson Walt has only, you know, expanded that. Yeah. Well, and probably a good, it served as a good reminder to go back to in the long days or the hard times or right challenging right. moments and things like that right and everyone's situation is different and and the day-to-day -day work is really a stepping stone to the, the the you know the vision and the future you want to get to right um, so having those those small notes of keep it up you're you know really appreciate you is is awesome it's yeah. really really nice yeah well so to go with that what would you say has been your greatest challenge so the greatest challenge I would say uh, was really just finding finding my way into this industry um, and and you know staying committed to it. it it's a hard industry to 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 break into. Um, there's a lot of financial advisors, and everyone has their own style. And there's already a perception about the industry that's you know sometimes positive, sometimes negative, yeah. depending on who you talk to. Um, so really finding my style, uh, and it's and it's still in progress, right? So. Under that umbrella, you can talk about work-life balance. That'll never that'll never be solidified. And I know that's something that you and I spoke about on our panel. Yeah. Um, but really, the importance of, of work-life balance. Um, my style of okay, how do I want to come across to other people? 
-hmm. How do I want, you know, how do I want our relationships to build? And, and really, how do I, how do I, you know, convince them or make them feel like, like what I'm doing is really worth their time and really going to put them in the best position moving forward. Um, so just really jumping into the industry with, with both feet forward, um, full commitment, and, and really having to find myself in terms of my style as an advisor, uh, it's, it's been a challenge, but it's something that I know is, is a developmental pro, you know, project over time. Um, so, so it's been a challenge, but it's also been what I've enjoyed the most, right? Separating myself from the rest. Why I think that what we do at Carson is different from other firms. Uh, so, you know, it gets excited. I get excited when I talk about it because I'm passionate about what we do and, and why we're unique. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of a challenge that a lot of young professionals go into because you have this envision of what your career is going to be or supposed to be mm-hmm. because it's what you learned in college or it's what your dad did or something along those lines that a lot of us have to go in and kind of figure out our own groove in our own style of how we want to lead this and how we want to talk to this group like right and 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 especially those younger years of going Mm -hmm. through school maybe finishing school um not knowing what you want to do finding a career then maybe considering going back to school you know a year changes a lot right (laughs) uh, yeah you know time moves really fast but a lot can change really really quickly and so you know at, at, at a young age when you're in high school or when you're looking at college and still not knowing what to do, that's okay. Um, it's, yeah. it's good to be open and, um, you know, you may want to do something today and then six months later you realize you've learned about something else that you're, that's piqued your interest. Right. Um, so, you know, this is a time where a lot can change and it's, it's good to just focus on growing and, and being open to that. Yeah. Well, based off of some of your answers, I feel like I could probably maybe not fully guess what this next answer would be, but where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> okay. Well, um, I, I do love what I do, and this industry is for the long haul. Um, it's interesting. So right now, um, you know, the term that's been coined for the last couple of months with people changing jobs is the great resignation. And I know of a lot I've not of personal, heard that. Yeah, it's it's it's. <laughs> you know, coming out of COVID and the transitions that people yeah. are going through. But, um, you know, a lot of young professionals, especially our generation, tend to look at multiple jobs. I'm, okay, what's next? Uh, I'm very fortunate and I'm passionate about what I do where, you know, this is this is what I want to be doing for five years, 10 years, 20 years. And in that, the relationships I build, I talk to people about what their life will look like in five years, 10 years, you know, until retirement and so on. So, um, so you know, I've just, again, working on my style as a professional. Um, still, I, I still, as I focused, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the importance of the community to me and being in the woodlands. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to stay engaged and involved as much as I can. So um, staying involved in organizations like where we met the chamber, that's mm-hmm. important to me. Um, but really just being a, a, a larger resource, I guess, to those around me in the community, um, those I work with. Uh, but, you know, still in this space, I love what I do. And, and I, I'm fortunate that I, you know, I don't want to be doing anything else. I'm not looking for that next opportunity. So, yeah. Uh, so hopefully five years has just elevated that, that exact yeah. same mindset. Yeah, that's awesome. Great. So a lot of our listeners and students that go through Education for Tomorrow Alliance programs are that high school age, junior, mm-hmm. senior. Um, so 17, 18, what's that one piece of advice you would go back and tell your 17 or 18 year old self? 
Oh my goodness. Um, it always gets that reaction. I know. Well, I, there's, I know it. Or... Where do I begin, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> where do I begin? Um, I've already touched on a couple points. Um, I talked about, right, the, the nonlinear path, right? Not, you know, a little uncertainty of where you're, what you want to focus on, where you want to end up. And that's okay. That's, that should be the case, right? Especially at that age. Um, I will say from a university standpoint, I wish I knew more of just what was what was available to me, what was around me. Um, as I mentioned, I studied in Austin and there's plenty to do in Austin, but at a large university like that, it doesn't have to be that scale, but um, just opening yourself up to what's available to you, different organizations, different clubs, um, maybe, you know, different degrees or certificates. Um, just different opportunities. I wish I went in more open to that. I thought I went in knowing exactly what degree I wanted right. um, and that wasn't the case. And, and I ended up adding, you know, minors and certificates along the way, but I still left not feeling like, um, oh, okay. Like I, I didn't know about that club or I didn't know about that mm -hmm. program. Um, from the personal side of things, I wish I had just given myself more time for uh, personal self-reflection. That's something I've, I've really focused on in the, in the professional space now, but just, you know, giving myself time to, you know, large scale, see where I'm at right now. Where do I want to be? What, what goals do I have short-term and long-term? Um, that kind of planning for yourself. Don't, you don't have to share it with anybody. Um, doesn't need anyone else's opinion or approval, but just making time for yourself, mm -hmm. um, finding, finding time for your passions, but as well time for your personal growth and development uh, is something that's really, really benefited me today um, and I wish I'd started that sooner. Well, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> like it'd be a lot easier for it to be like yeah, right. thing if I would have incorporated it earlier on in my life. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Iker, we've learned a little bit about you. We've kind of heard about your kind of transition and enter into um, the industry in which you are with Carson Wealth and um, just some of the things that you've learned and takeaways. And I really appreciate you joining me today. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I like to end the podcast with just a couple of um, quick get to know you things yes. outside of more of the like in-depth thought provoking. Yeah, if I haven't opened up enough already. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you could have one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? So it's funny because I thought about this question a lot. And um, meal for the rest of my life. I'm a big carnivore. I eat a lot of meats and steaks. Um, so really just, I can make a steak on a grill. I can, you can make a steak and turn it into a burger, whatever that is, just give me meat and I will eat it for the rest of my life. Um, an alternate option would have been Chick-fil-A, but I thought that was too easy. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one though. Yeah, I'm sure like that's more of a life. common answer. <laughs> I'm sure that's more of a common answer. Uh, yeah, and nowadays with the mobile apps, it's too easy to skip the line. I don't want to go down that road, so I try to change it. Um, but definitely just some sort of steak, like a filet, perfect. I'll have that any day, no questions asked. All right, and outside of um, the work that you do as a wealth advisor, uh, how do you like to spend your day? Yeah, so I've already touched on a bit about the community and what it means to grow up here and what it means to me. So I like being involved in the community, um, whether that's my role with the Hispanic Chamber of Montgomery County, um, YPN is you know where I got to meet you in that chamber. Um, 
as well as the John Cooper School. I'm on the alumni board there, but really being in the community, um, physical and mental health is extremely important to me. Uh, so I like doing some sort of activity, separating myself from the professional world just outside at some point, you know, whether it's walking, whether it's working out at a gym, um, something that, that, you know, makes my mind work differently than what I do day to day. Um, that to me is, is extremely important. Um, and being in the woodlands, there's really, you really can't ask for a better spot, um, not necessarily the woodlands, but just Houston in general. Um, as long as you, you know, you stay hydrated and bear the heat, right. uh, you, you know, being outside is, is, is really nice. And that's something that I like to do. So, um, you know, a, a good run or walk, um, at least, at least something to get my mind working differently than, than what I do in the professional sense. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another good routine to start early because then it absolutely, with you. <laughs> absolutely, I think I would have developed early on in life. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, I I really appreciate again you joining me today and have enjoyed getting the chance to be in YPN with you and serve on panels and kind of getting to learn more about you through through that group and I've enjoyed. Um, learning more and um, just really appreciate you giving the time to say yes to invest in joining our podcast, but also yeah, sharing more with our listeners. So yeah, it's been great. Yeah. I appreciate you having me. And um, for anyone listening that does have additional questions or needs um, some sort of advice or wants to learn more, please don't hesitate to reach, you know, reach out this way. Well, thank you so much. And um, listeners, if you'd like to learn more about Education for Tomorrow Alliance and the programs that we offer both online and um, in person, you can visit us at www.efta-us.org. Thank you so much, Iker. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you. You as well.